Welcome to the Ambitious Tribe podcast with your chief encourager, Cassie Pajarillo. It's time to drive ambition and build a better business with a plan that's clear, transformative, progressive, and profitable. Now for your host, Cassie Pajarillo. Hey, welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time, well, you're destined to be on this show. There are no coincidences. If you've been through this podcast for quite some time, I'm happy to have you been able to continue to serve you. I have someone very, very special in today's episode, and I'm really, really grateful to meet this wonderful human being. She has witnessed some of my struggles as well when I was on the verge of giving up. But because of this commitment we have towards growth, there's no such a thing as giving up. You know, when you really surround yourself with driven and ambitious women, you get to forget about these problems and press on towards what matters. Your mission, responding to that calling and press on towards what matters, right? So we both have grown exponentially and been part of each other's transformational journey and I'm really, really happy to have her here. She's like this little giddy little sister I never had and I wish that I had, but here we are. I have her as my friend. I'm just so lucky. And a little backstory here, before the pandemic hit, we, we got together in Indonesia during a mastermind weekend together with some friends from Mind Valley and the rest they say is history which is why we're going to talk about today the power of your personal brand for business and personal growth you're really going to enjoy your promise so please welcome my dear friend Natasha Zolotereva or Natasha Zo as we call her she is a former journalist from Siberia turned international media relations specialist and a freelance writer she's been the woman behind some of the reputable icons and personalities we have come to know today Marisa Peer, Lucia Giovannini, Reagan Heyer and of course our ever coach mentors in Mind Valley Ajit and Mira. Natasha we're here I wish I could hug you right now. Seriously. Hello, Marita. <laughs> we are virtually Hello. hugging. Yeah. So, um, uh, yesterday, actually, I don't know why, but I've been like um, scrolling through my goals for the year. Wow. Uh, and I came uh, over like, um, just, you know, I set like 50 goals. Uh, and then I was like re-looking at the list and I was like, one of the goals was to find myself some business mastermind. And then in the brackets, uh, it said, uh, apart from Cassie and this person and that person, because I was like, I have like you know, three people, three, and, uh, and then I wrote like, even though they are unofficial. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that is such a wonderful story. What? I'm on your journal. I feel so yes you are you are as you said we've been part of each other's growth journey yeah yeah and it's been a year honestly i mean i was looking over a year yep a year and it's just crazy how you know i saw the video that our friend mark did and i was like wow it's been a year more than a year and here we are still going through version two of the pandemic but you know, I mean, you've still been traveling, and um, how is it doing so far? I mean, you I know. haven't been traveling much. No, actually, I landed in Thailand and <laughs> like haven't set my foot off of uh, Thai Thailand like ever since. It's been over a year. <laughs> oh, also, while well, I thought you were in Bali and went to visit to Thailand, and then you got well, stuck. that was that was before, like you know, that that time when we met in uh, Indonesia, yeah. like 
that that was the month I was in Bali ever since I came to Thailand and haven't moved. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thailand is a beautiful country and a lot of cheap and affordable and um, yummy food and all that. So and shopping also not to forget. So I guess you are in the right place. You're in the right place. But I, I mean, you're moving and flying um, to Russia soon, right? Yeah, yeah. Finally, it's time to see Ooh. my family. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, you get to see family again, and I'm sure they miss it too. But okay, so um, I know that we're gonna go dive into personal and business growth, and um, ugh, there's so many things that we can talk about, honestly. But maybe I'm gonna go and dive in to ask you how is the business and the media landscape so far? You must be crazy in demand right now. Um. Okay, business is good. <laughs> let's uh, let's put it like this. Um, I guess uh, you know, just as everyone else, uh, a year ago, uh, you know, going into pandemic, I was like super scared uh, yeah. and like, am I gonna be the one of those people, you know, who have to uh, let some, you know, let go of some people, let go of some team, just because I cannot, you know, sustain the sustain the operations as they are. Uh, didn't happen of course everyone gone online i've been in digital PR from the beginning so uh, you know a lot of our clients are seeing you know a, a huge growth of their brand of their presence like there have been a whole you know big transition on like uh some people got onto it really fast some people are still getting into it of like you know how the networking and connection making have changed uh you know how you know the, you used to meet people at the conferences and masterminds and events mm -hmm. like me and you met even though we knew each other from before uh, uh, and uh, people are getting a grasp of how you can build the strong authentic relationships through things like this through doing a podcast through you know really meeting someone online at the summit conference or whatever it is or clubhouse for the matter and you know and taking the relationship further so that we've been like a big part of that uh, we've been trying to you know stay on top of the trends and you know bring our clients uh, with us for that so yeah it's been good exciting busy then exciting again yeah like this <laughs> <laughs> it's been a roller coaster ride for you and i know we've been talking about you know um scaling hiring the right people firing you know and it, it's hard and stuff but i think that it's just really part of growth that we also evolve and it's not i mean it's nobody's fault if we have to let some people go it's just really not the right fit maybe anymore and uh, yeah um, and in terms of the media landscape I've noticed too that a lot of people really neglect or are not really doing PR or <laughs> right um, most of the, the people that I've been seeing is that they're just throwing out content all over the place and just everybody's just doing whatever they feel it's doing and I would love to pick your brain here and um, perhaps also um, educate our listeners on how do they get to really do PR the right way so whether it's podcasts media relations and stuff but before I get into that can you tell us your story how did you end up where you are and what you're doing right now and how did you open up these opportunities for yourself 
Okay, let's do it. So yeah, you mentioned I'm, uh, I'm a former journalist. Uh, I'm gonna be quick, but I kind of tell you, take you through like no, a go for it. It's your story. different go parts of the story. So uh, I was I'm a former journalist. I'm like one of those crazy people who knew really early on what I was uh, what I was going to do. Uh, I think at the age of 15, I was already like writing for uh, like a small student local newspaper, and uh, <laughs> I. Uh, I like I always wanted to you know be in the world of uh, capturing the things that excite me like I remember oh, that uh, thought process back then I was mm-hmm. like well I don't want to like you know just pick one job I don't want to be like a physicist or you know like a biologist <laughs> or that. I was like I cannot like imagine myself sticking to one thing for you know for my whole life I just want to like you know I just want to yeah. I just want to get excited about different things and different people and you know just keep on chatting with them keep on like uh, yeah. writing their stories and uh, putting it on paper or on digital uh, and um, yeah, and that like the, being a journalist and a writer like offered me a gateway to this um, then you know because I started really early as a journalist I also got really uh, uh, I got really disappointed really early at around the age of 20 which is like which is like a whole separate story of why I got disappointed in the world of media we can go into there if you're interested but uh, it took me off so for like maybe entire like eight let's say eight nine years as like you know kind of search soul searching in different directions you know uh, done a lot of volunteering work uh, trained public speaking, organized events, put people on stage, worked at Mind Valley, uh, put people on virtual stages uh, <laughs> in, you know, doing the digital marketing, got to like really deep in the personal de- development world. And then there was another round of re-evaluation and what on earth do I want to do? I really want to help the people that inspire me to get hurt and to be, you know, loud and clear and uh, to be, you know, in touch with their audience. I want do it in the way that feels the most uh, human and authentic for me by telling the stories Uh, Mm -hmm. so uh, the marketing you know if you go in there is uh, so much and you know so much right now in the digital marketing you know from the numbers and like analytics when I was running the team at Mind Valley like basically my job was just to tell to look at the you know, list and list and list of like, you know, spreadsheets of data and like yeah. kind of lost the human human element in there. And that's what brought me back to back to media and uh, to PR. And the more I do it, the more I realize that, yeah, me at 15 years old was right. Like media world is my world is just a choice of what do I choose to talk about? And uh, right now I choose to talk about the people who inspire me, people who I believe are making the world a better place, like yeah. leading the leading the conscious awakening, the uh, evolution of, you know, the leadership evolution of uh, us as a society. And those are my clients. And that makes me like super proud and inspired every day. That's a long story short. No, no, beautiful. But were you ever, I mean, did you ever know that you're really good at this? I mean, was there ever any day or time? Yeah, I like, you know, as a kid, I, you know, I like, won competitions like really really randomly i like yeah like i think even before 15 i like suddenly wore won some short story competition then like as a as a what was that like as a teenager i went to us and like at that, at that time i was already a full-time journalist and uh 
I then I wrote like a whole uh, series of you know describing to more of the Russian students you know how do you how do you go to US how this whole thing works and then and then I also won a competition for that and like I won another trip to US or something like that so like yeah that um, you know the proof yes, <laughs> proof came in exactly. yeah. <laughs> there was plenty of proof that <laughs> yeah so that's so good because you know writing is a gift. And I mean, a lot of people would want to venture on PR thinking it's a very luxurious job. Well, it can be very luxurious, but a lot of people don't know that there is really more to it rather than just, you know, attending parties, all this glitz and glamour. And it's not just that. And I'm sure there are a lot of work that it entails. But for starters, Tosh, um, just a little refresh. And there may be some people who don't understand what PR is, or at least in your standpoint, right? How do you define? Fine. And what is um, personal branding in this new digital age and also in media? PR is uh, getting other people to say that you are good. Marketing is saying, I am good, buy from me. PR is <laughs> getting someone else say she is good, buy from her or, or she is good. So that's as easy as that. And from our personal life, we all know how, you know, how different the feeling is when you are like, I don't know, uh, you are in the market for, I don't know, it's like parenting education and you like search and you look books and like, you know, here is this author, he's like advertised himself, he has like the series of video, you know, which explains what his method is, so and so and so. And then the, the next day you go and you like hear from your friend maybe who became a mom like, I don't know, six months ago and she's like, oh, I've been through so many of them, but this one is the one that really, really made, uh, made it click for me and you're like, whoa, and boom, you're instantly so, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for letting us know that. I mean, a majority of the people that I ask about what is VR, they will give me a such lengthy explanation of what it is or get tech too technical. And I totally agree, right? It's rewriting and sharing what you're good at and who you are and why do they have to trust you. It's a, it's such a, it's a, it's a, it's an avenue as well to build credibility and to really tell the world that you're legit, right? I mean, you wouldn't publicize yourself just to maybe manipulate other people or something like that right um okay so now that everybody's um embracing digital and the value really of personal branding is well to my my understanding too and how what i believe in it's tied to pr right and it's something that businesses around the world are slowly starting to realize and as a media practitioner yourself uh you were able to accelerate other people's brands and i believe it's a testimony also that you're if if you get to do your personal branding right and handle properly it can end up being an incredible powerful marketing tool but how do you go about developing that personal brand anyway especially today in this chaotic noisy world of now everybody wanted to become a coach consultant digital business owner blah, 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 in the marketplace I'm not gonna constant thought process uh, about this because uh, on one hand I started like I started seeing the trend that there is way too much education about this and this <laughs> yes like, of course but with and your end up and that's end up hurting uh, and to end up hurting you know I guess the receivers uh, so like uh, people would uh, recently come to me the clients would come to me and say like Natasha I want my brand story developed and I want to do some PR but I don't want one of those I don't want like I don't want like be like all the coaches and then people 
people like go into you know you know all different realms of like you know like oh because everyone is a coach and everyone has seems to have a story which sounds somewhat the same oh maybe i don't sell uh, call myself a coach maybe i need to reinvent no you don't need to reinvent the word you just need to like tell the story which is uh Oh, th- this word also is such a buzzword. Authentic. Okay, I need to. Oh, yes, I know. Uh, let's, okay, replace it. Uh, we need to just tell a story, which is which is really you. So I think we've gone through so much education on what a hero journey is. Then we like uh, under the hero journey, we started losing our own freaking story. Then our own, you know, like what actually happened to you? You know, they're like. I am sure if I like uh, bring out some models of those stories, like some popular, some popular, I don't know, formulas, mm. like a lot of people would relate, like, you know, a very popular um, uh, scenario is like a rock bottom, right? You know, I've been succeeding and I've been succeeding in X, Y, Z, my career, my finances, my relationship yeah. were all perfect and I was crumbling on the inside. like. Yeah. I understand that that might what have happened to you, but it's it's almost like we've seen the story so much that we lose the way to say it differently. Mm. We lose the way to say we lose the ability to say it like we would have said it to our friend, mm. and that's where it you know and that's where we become all like yeah. all I um, lost in it, you know like like lose the crumbling on the inside lose you know i hit the rock bottom lose the dark night of the soul kind of things like tell me what actually happened and one day i look at the mirror and uh i saw that i was living the uh, life differently or like uh, one day uh one day my son woke up to me and asked oh mom where is the other fun mom where did she go like you know things like again i'm I'm inventing because this is not yes of course no it's not from my personal experience but in your personal experience there is thing and the art is just you know finding it digging it up and uh uh, showing it and losing the buzzwords yeah (laughs) i want to go in more like education and personal branding because i now i tend to believe that this might be hurting No, 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 but that's true. I've been noticing too that everybody, you know, everyone's hero story are all the same now. I mean, even inside my program, I would teach them like whenever they ask me, like, hey, Cassie, you know, we, I want to write a story the way that you wrote yours. And I was like, no, don't copy mine because mine is mine. And there is no formula to it. And then they would say, oh, yeah, because we've noticed, you know, I mean, even I, I've been noticing like, Oh yeah, this is a story. I help blank and blank blank, and this is how I. I mean, it it, it looks like an X Y plus Z equals this, and it's yeah. it's it's just like. But it's, it's just your life, you know. Yeah, it's too templated already. That it's this is your life. There is no freaking way to template your life. <laughs> yes, there is none. I mean, how do you actually put it? It's just like. You know, I mean, I understand though that, of course, coaches, consultants all around the world right now are trying to make a living, and of course, they're putting things, you know, easier for other people by giving them templates on, you know, just yeah. fill in the blanks, right? And, and it makes sense. It does make sense for people who are not maybe like you, who's so good in words, or like you know me, who's you know fond of just inventing whatever, and I don't care if they're wrong grammar or what, but. It's really more on, I, I totally agree and echo with you, that your story cannot be templated. 
Yours yeah, so yeah, well, the way we are trying to overcome it is like in my, um, I have a little done with UPR course. Yes. Um, that's like with the first cohort to be launched in yeah. um, this summer. The way we are trying to address it is, yeah, there is no templates, um, but Here's we are going into like a deep, uh, deep interviews. Uh, like each each people, each participant gonna break into like into groups of two and like go into the deep interview with each other. Yeah. Uh, but for that, I have like a 50, I think 53 questions interview, uh, uh, which just helps to dig out those details, which is, it's definitely true. It's really hard to see those things and patterns for yourself. It's uh, even if you're, um, you know, even if you're doing with someone who is not professional in it, uh, it's way easier to have someone ask you questions and notice the patterns and notice the scenarios and things that you are good at you know from you know one uh, one career to another and make the connections and you know bring out this um you know things which are the essence of you as a brand into the light is is damn difficult to do for yourself (laughs) yeah you need to process things with someone and hear it out as you say it out loud too yeah yeah so what are the steps that anyone or as a coach or consultant should look into and strengthen what do you think say it again the steps to do what for any coach or consultant or a business owner to um they should look into and strengthen when it comes to writing their own story what should they double down maybe is that a mini miss universe question (laughs) you can can cut out me blanking on it right (laughs) (laughs) i love this I'm doing my job right <laughs> because I uh, that's that's the reason I don't wanna I don't wanna really be like uh, I, I don't wanna be giving the you know the models to to fill in the like the yeah. scripts uh, the scripts to fill in um, but what should they consider maybe like hey think about this first before you actually go into PR or think about this first before you actually tell your story that oh you got seven figures <laughs> I mean what do you think um, should a person double down in order for them to really become the most their most authentic self okay buzzword um Okay, let's try this. Uh, I've never, have never tried this, but let's try this. Let's try uh, writing down uh, really a lot of different facts. Uh, you know, professional and non-professional. So basically what I'm trying to achieve through this is bring out the details. Um, So achievements, uh, you know, things you're proud of, things that, uh, you know, show you as a character, you know, maybe you, uh, maybe you are contributing to a local charity, nothing to do with uh, your job, but uh, shows you as a character. Maybe people always came to you for advice ever since you were like nine years result um, uh, shows your character and you know as as much as as you can and I would start there and uh, I would start you know and then okay then whatever template you follow uh, you know see how you can bring bring at least few of them in like mm-hmm. I'll give example from for example from uh, for myself like I like to write in my professional bio I would write that you know I volunteered in Central America and then I led a high 
performance marketing team in Southeast Asia. And then once for networking purposes, I bought coffee for like 100 people on the networking events. So like those were the questions, <laughs> those are the things that you're like, yeah. those are the things that make you like uh, want to ask more. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and what I want is to see the bios, uh, the personal stories, which uh, would, you know, bring out some of this, some of the things that, uh, that are true to you and not the you know commonly used words um, but then of course i think uh, it's the best to uh, write your story with help even if it's not professional help so even if you got a friend uh, uh play you know for, play a journalist play <laughs> ask your friend to, ask your friend to play imagine i'm a you know i'm a famous author and you're in an interview in me what would you ask me about uh, my life and maybe try to see yourself through an eye of um, of someone else and then ask them what they seen what are the you know the key things that they seen so try to do it uh, together with someone else yeah and I, I I also noticed when you were sharing about those you know those steps was that you kind of like um, went for something that would be a conversational starter right like when you said about the coffee that you gave actually 100 coffee to um, yeah to a networking event it's like what what is that all about or in Southeast Asia like what is the connection to that so basically what I what, what I what I understood from that is that yeah tell us a story something that is factual and something that we can talk about yeah yes so, definitely yeah, definitely that uh, that helps uh when i'm i guess we are moving into pitching so when i'm pitching someone uh i want there to be uh basically i want to tickle their imagination instantly yeah. and i want to paint the picture and the best-selling author and a secret speaker entrepreneur doesn't paint a picture <laughs> uh, yes. but saying things like i'm into networking therefore i bought a coffee for 100 people uh it does or or saying she's a human rights activist as, and as a kid she befriended a wildlife like crocodiles also paints a picture so <laughs> things like that yeah, yeah so make them imagine what it is um so show not tell you know it took me a while to to understand that when my dad used to tell me like honey you have to show it and then he would you know always have because i have my drafts before when i used to write in the newspaper and then he will always mark red marks until like my three-page article will turn into like a paragraph i just like where is the essence here what's happening right and then he would always say yeah because you were just telling stuff stop telling stuff show me what is it all about what did you see what did you hear what are the five senses and i think that is also great that you mentioned about showing and not just Spelling so that you can paint a picture for them and they can take the picture too. All right. So moving towards, you know, tools and strategies since we're in the business anyway, right? So what is it that you recommend for anyone to get into for them to communicate what they want to communicate and drastically change the way people view their businesses? I mean, you've can done research years and all. Yeah, go ahead. Can we do a break? My, <laughs> yeah, sure. my man came in and he didn't close the door and now all the external noise is coming in. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. All right. So are there tools and strategies that you recommend for anyone to get into for them to communicate what they want to communicate and drastically change the way people view their business? I mean, you've done Marisa Pierce, you know, Neetod, Ajit and stuff like that. And their, their, their businesses just like exploded through PR. So tell us more about that. Um, it's, um, <laughs> by, uh, so, um, 
there is like a big misconception uh, and that's where a lot of uh, PR efforts are falling uh, and the uh, misconception and the focus is, is all, all on all on pitching you know the big mm. called pitching game um, and things like that and uh, um, Anyone can hire an assistant for like five to eight dollars uh, to uh, pitch their business, and uh, that's where a lot of uh, you know that's where a lot of um, bad rep comes in. That's where a lot of you know misgenuine contacts come in, and that's where uh, I mean my, my team and I done a lot of call pitching as well. That's how we establish our relationships, uh, and you know like a lot of contacts that we have now came from cold pitching initially uh but <sighs> relationship my friends <laughs> yes, yes, honey. yes relationship and that's what i noticed for myself as well like uh i look at my uh pr agency uh not as a pitching machine i look at the edit as a favors bank mm-hmm. and I'm like what are the favors we have to give like what are the favors we have and that we can give away and uh, what are the favors we can ask and uh you know what is the like i'm looking at it at the, at the sense of exchange and you know the given 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 uh ask uh, can be like a very different things you know there's um like uh, at the very basic what everyone is teaching at the at the pitching level is like uh, what you offer is you know new information new opinion opinion leadership and so on so that's uh, just purely the content that you offer but uh, as as a brand there's so much more that uh, that you can offer you know the, can you offer uh, can you offer a connection can you offer an introduction can you uh, offer an expertise can you offer uh, something that like content curation like there are so many things um, as uh, can you yeah. offer an alternative point of view of uh, let's say uh, a particular social group that have been misrepresented that's like insanely valuable yeah uh, if uh, yeah if opinion on the, of the group that you represent haven't been heard enough that's that's also an offer yeah. Yeah. Hey, Driven and Ambitious, do you dig today's topic? Well, I'm interrupting my own episode to invite you to apply for the free private training through www.cassiepaharilio.com, where you get to learn how to have a powerful profile online as you turn your network into paid high-ticket clients with a plan. If you're still scratching your head on how to make LinkedIn and social media work for you, this training has helped coaches, consultants, private practitioners, and content creators adopt digital transformation, have systems, processes, and structures in their practice, and be amazing profitable CEOs online. By the end of the training, you'll walk away with a deeper understanding, implementable way forward, and a roadmap for your online coaching or consulting businesses that's clear, transformative, progressive, and profitable. Remember, there are no glass ceilings, and you can definitely prioritize work-life integration. Apply today at www.cassiepaharilo.com. Link is in the description box below. Can't wait to see you there. And now, let's get back to today's episode. (laughs) 
have seen also a lot of people nowadays who's opening their own media PR boutiques and I've talked to some of them and I mean I mean some of them I've pass it on to you like right for a little research for you right I've been passing yeah. on and I also go through their calls and stuff and something that I noticed though that yes the gusto is there and which is good the enthusiasm and the excitement is there and stuff but when you actually ask them the right questions and discover that they don't have the network I mean paying $5,000 $10,000 $50,000 is going to be such a, a I mean disappointment i guess so i wanted to echo again to what you said that it's all about a relationship right like the pr is not just about pitching and giving them a story sure of course it's a huge component because of course what are they going to write about right but it's also about the credibility of you as a pr practitioner as a you know as a credible person that okay i only take in clients who are of substance and i'm not just taking clients just because they're paying me and i'm going to give give you gift certificates for the this favor that you're doing and yeah so that is something that i want to vouch natasha i mean those who are listening here and natasha really is more about a relationship it's it's not about gift giving and stuff i mean sure she mentioned about favors but it's more than just that and i thank you because there's only rare you know it's it's rare to find media practitioners who actually value the integrity of this relationship that you have with them and having a story from you know a person who really mean well so there's more to that i don't want to dive in into more but <laughs> i'm sure you've already also had also your own bouts into that so how can a person nail their first impression with their respective audiences Natasha? um energy states <laughs> okay, tell us more about that. Okay. Yeah, tell us more. Yeah. Uh, how the person can nail for Can you give me a scenario? What do you mean for a for first impression with the with the audience? There is like so many. Yeah. Um for an example, um from what I know too, like from what I experience, people that just don't go to Forbes just because they want to be in Forbes. I mean, Forbes would also look into your social media and everything and all to that. Like how would you so Okay, yeah. so you mean person nailing the first expression with a potential, uh, with a potential media appearance? Potential media or potential clients. Of course, the clients would also look into, hey, were you in Goldcast? Were you in? Food? Let's be specific. Let's let's talk. You know, uh, that's the yeah. sense of that. Since that's my authority. Let's talk about the uh, your appearance uh, to the to the sure. media, you know as uh, they go sure. uh, back checking. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. So. Let's be that person who uh, think about uh, the needs of the human on the other side of the screen. And um, so uh, if you think of it, uh, the needs are very, very straightforward. Um, most of the media, um, both traditional and new, still operate on uh, you know advertising models. Uh, it brings you know, a lot of ethical discussions on you know on uh, what are the things that being advertised. And but like that's that's just a fact. That's just a reality. You know the the more the more they sell, the more advertising budget uh, they can ask for from their advertisers. The more uh, clicks they the article receives, the you know better their ratings are. Happier the you know the advertisers are and so on so and same thing for you know podcasts usually you don't think about podcasting this way but um, very uh, very often it's a similar model like tons of podcasts have sponsorships mm -hmm. and uh, that's also like their 
their ratings is also something that they are to demonstrate their sponsors. And then there is, of course, the second category involves like, let's say, pub uh, publishing medias and the, and the podcast are the people who are in it for their personal brand rather than, you know, directly monetizing. So always ask yourself, the person who am I contacting, what is his needs? Uh, is he, you know, like in a, a publisher in a way that he's earning money from advertising? Yes, no. Uh, is he uh, someone who is contributing for the sake of his, his or her personal brand? So in uh, online publications, there are tons of those. They are like, uh, uh, they are the writers, staff writers, and then they are contributors. Contributors are usually running a business on the side and uh, uh, contributing for the sake of promoting their personal brand. Uh, podcasts also, like is he uh, the professional podcaster that's, you know, earning, uh, earning from the sponsorship? Like you would know when they are advertising and sponsorship inside a podcast or like check him out like in his bio. Does he or she run another business and that podcast is contributing to it? So boom, that's you, you already have like yeah. a wealth of information of what person needs. Uh, and now it's your job to like, you know, think how you can deliver. Like uh, what, are, what is the way to, you know, to uh, present him a story that would guarantee him uh, high, you know, high clicks, high engagement. So like what's a novelty? What's a... Uh, uh, you know, what's uh, is there any con a connection that you can establish with the current news? Um, so, for example, like in a week of uh, Bill and Melinda Gates divorce, like you know, everyone is going to be talking first of all about that, second of all, they're going to be talking about like uh, relationships later in life, how they called like I think they're called like silver divorces or something like this. Yeah. Uh, everyone is going to be talking about that. So, any you know, um, any. Any way to connect, you know, to connect your expertise to that uh, is gonna guarantee the writer uh, uh, an opportunity to, to, you know, to get to get some clicks. Yeah. Uh, so thinking, thinking in the way they they think <laughs> uh, is uh, what you want to achieve here when if you're if you want to make a right impression. Right. And then in terms of reputation. Um, you know, bad PR, good PR, there's still PR, that's what they say, right? But in terms of, of course, if there are a lot of people who are new, right? So we're talking to the new coaches, consultants, trainers, yep. business owners, right? So how do you think, what do you think should they do um, for them to build their reputation? I mean, sure, we know about PR, sure, that's one thing. But in terms of personal branding, in order for them to heighten that up, how, what are the essentials that they need in place in order for, in order for them to set themselves up for success. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. so let's talk a very basics. Uh, uh, if I if I hear from you and whatever the as a writer, uh, whatever you're talking about sounds interesting, I'm gonna go on the almighty Google and I'm gonna Google you up. So uh, what comes up? Uh, do I see uh, you <laughs> under your name? The first one, like do. Um, do I have an ability to find uh, something relevant to you at the, at the very first uh, page of Google, which is also something we help uh, a lot of our clients establish, for example, when they like transition from one industry to another, and they used to be like in real estate, and now they're into coaching, and you know, we really want to replace that kind of results that comes up under their name. Um, your website that clearly states uh, who you are and, and uh, what you do. 
<laughs> yeah, that would work. And uh, who do you help? Pretty much a necessity in the, in, uh, in the nowadays. Uh, I would say at least one active social media channel. Uh, somehow, you know, even though even if you have your, uh, the website, somehow if you don't update at least one thing, people think that you're dead. So <laughs> we need to be constantly proving you're not dead. <laughs> Yeah, um, so those are the bare minimums, uh, website, at least one social media channel. Uh, on your site, um, uh, I would say uh, have a, uh, at least one way to capture the leads. Um, so whether it's your freebie, whether it's your, uh, you know, free sign up, uh, free challenge that people can opt in for so they can stay with you. But that's, you know, that goes without saying for every, uh, every channel of marketing, you know, like if you are investing into marketing. Uh, you want to be uh, making sure that there is a way to capture capture them out there. They land with you. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, in this new age, right? We, there's such a thing as you you want to trace where the traffic is coming from, and having to have a website where it captures some some sort of details. Um, is one way to know if your PR is working or not. Because um, a lot, I mean, there are people too who would say, oh, PR is dead. Honey, it's not. It's very much alive. <laughs> you just don't know how to utilize it, right? And Or they would say, PR is so freaking expensive. Well, it can be very expensive, but it can also be very, very, um, what do you call this? Um, um, what do you call this? It's, it could be very, um, great too it could be great too for you if done right and what do you think is a secret when it comes to connecting with your audience and um how would you ma i mean you personally i mean I, I know you are also having this new program done with you program you're now a coach and a con i mean aside from being a consultant you're really expanding and stretching yourself what do you think right are the secret sauces or the secret sauce on how to magnetize people towards you your brand and convert them into loyal customers in the own in your own natasha zoe what is the mm -hmm. natasha zoe <laughs> yeah um that's a good question uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question yes. um, so i'm gonna uh, I do, of course, that's that's what I do. So I do very much believe in the power of, um, you know, of the uh, third party approval of the earned media. And, um, you know, I would have as uh, like as much proof to it as like I would do one Instagram live interview and there would be like three people watching. And I'm like, yeah, what's that? And then, boom, and then yeah. boom, right after that, I get, you know, I get a contact and, you know, the yeah. contact is for the, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I guess it's a five, five, five figure deal. So yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay, three and a five-figure deal. Why not? <laughs> That's absolutely good. Yeah. So I very much, I very much believe in the uh, in the right connection and um, you know and staying in touch with the right people. Uh, I uh, really uh, believe in putting your energy where you get energy back. So and that's another reason why I believe in PR uh, for uh, field like coaching for field like uh, teachers and online educators. Uh, a lot of us are really passionate 
passionate about teaching, educating, speaking, sharing our life story, sharing our insights and uh, doing it, you know, uh, one-on-one to the camera or doing it, you know, in like your Facebook posts, like sometimes for some uh, feels draining uh, because they don't receive this back. Uh, PR is a wonderful tool where you're like, you get on the interview, you just feel yourself. You're just like, you know, chat away with someone who's totally your vibe. So basically you have like a great yeah. hour and and uh, of that, and then of that, you receive the you receive the kickbacks, and people come back to you as a client. So I believe in putting the energy where you get energy back from. So like personally, yeah, I get energy from talking to people and uh, doing interviews and doing presentations. I also do happen to get energy back from Instagram for some re- odd reason. I love the tool. I don't love Facebook, and you know, whenever I need to do that, like that's draining for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I very much believe in uh, giving where you can, where you can get the energy back and can be energized at the end of it. Yeah, you don't have to sit on the trend and just be everywhere just because people are saying that you have to be everywhere. Yeah, right? No. Yeah, especially, you know, in the Philippines, there are new apps that has been uh, popping up like mushrooms. And- Why there have been so, so many social media apps since like the beginning of this year it's crazy it's crazy it's just so crazy and then you know there are clubhouses spaces there's just so many things but i think yeah i i i I agree with you right just just stay where there is energetic space that it's energizing for you and it's where your people are i mean you don't have to be everywhere not until you're ready i guess um if you said that facebook is really not that joyful to you and then okay it's not so why hang in there too much right okay so thanks for sharing that so natasha's way is about going through the energetic space and being i mean being energized and having that frequency so let's dive into your story again going back to that when crafting your your story i saw the other day when you shared that most people have been you know doing all these templated stuff let's just let's just go back a little bit onto that right what is your way of telling a person's story? What is your story? I mean, now that, you know, I wanted to ask you what changed from how did you tell your story before? And how are you telling your story now that communicated well, in the Natasha way? I didn't even know what my story was. Uh, and that's yeah. why I also True. really love, love this work. For a while, I didn't know what was my story and I'm just starting to kind of touch on on that and right now I think it's about uh, reconnecting with my own voice uh, how at the age of 20 I uh, for various reasons uh, was really discouraged uh, from the media industry and I was like I kind of almost vowed to myself that I'd never write again and how you know freaking uh, hard it was to you know to like knock it back out to like I had to sit myself and force myself to write and to write about you know uh, like I know this is not my best work I know this I'm not even touching at the surface of what I actually should be writing about but I am writing just to just to reconnect with it and I just started this process maybe two years ago and uh, yeah started of course writing for clients um, also not the thing that I needed to do. I needed to, uh, you know, reconnect with what do I care about, what does Natasha care about, and write about that. And recently, I had 
maybe like a few pieces that I wrote uh, which are me uh, but it's still a process and my own story is uh, <laughs> losing my voice for eight years and now being on the path of reconnecting with it and uh, that's the same that's a reason why I'm so drawn to helping other people to have their voices heard uh, because this is my journey as well right and it doesn't mean that you're an expert it means you don't have any challenges um what is the greatest challenge that you're currently incurring right now i mean if you're comfortable to talk about it and what are you doing um in order for you to get through that challenge hard question business and personal uh... any whatever i mean what is the most painful that you can think of yeah um, i guess the business that's uh uh business grows as much as you grow so um, uh, it's 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 a transition point uh, of going from um, I used I started this work just you know pitching uh, one client on my own and now I have uh, maybe uh, seven or eight clients and I have a team of three and so on and I know it requires of me to be in a very different state to go more into a visionary state to go more into you know uh, connecting uh, with my clients on their level of their vision to uh jumping uh, uh more out of the operations to trusting my team more to delegating more and uh i'd like feel like since the beginning of this year i'm feeling the growth growth pain not on the level of uh not on the level of uh, operations but on the level of the personal state where i need to be and right. gosh this is exciting yes <laughs> It is right. The roller coaster—it's it's uncomfortable, but yes, it's really exciting. And I'm really, really excited to know more about those um, offline. We can definitely talk more of that. So before we end this episode, um, I just want to leave them. We always leave an episode with some actionable steps that they can they can implement right now. So maybe my question for you here um, is to guide them through. Um, what are the steps or strategies that they can implement right now to elevate their personal brands, which will lead to exponential growth and, of course, conversions? I mean, okay. step three. I have, a, I have an article about that. Uh, yeah. which called Five Ideas to Start Building Your Influence Online in Only 30 Minutes Per Week. Uh, so you can always refer yeah. to this article. You can Google this title, Natasha Zo, or Cassie you can put it in the description. Yeah, I will. Put it in the show notes. Yeah, but uh, go ahead and share it. Yeah. To summarize, uh, first of all, make sure your presence, uh, online presence is aligned. If your name is uh, spelled one way on your LinkedIn, spell it all uh, the same, you know, across all the other platforms, uh, you know, but wherever people find you make sure that there is consistent image yep. uh, start create a hit list uh, of people that you would like to connect with uh, and start engaging with them uh, in a like basically friendly manner but not in just you know a fun way like where you're like oh I love everything you do but where you engage in a meaningful conversation with them uh, start sharing about your entrepreneurial journey yes like choose whatever medium is more comfortable for you uh, is it writing? Is it video? Is it like, you know, quick Insta story, but uh, something that is consistent that you can commit to? 
uh, practice giving when you don't expect to get anything in return. Like you think that you need to be a big influencer to give a shout out and so on, but no, like you can um, tag a podcast that inspire you. You can tag an ice cream shop that, <laughs> you know, that you love. Uh, it's, it's also uh, getting yourself, it's like in so many ways, you're getting yourself in the state of, in the state of giving, and, but also you kind of extend your, extend your connections. And this is a beautiful way to, you know, give a favor before you got anything, benefit, anything bad, uh, back and um, make some partnerships or join engagement groups where you uh, can uh, support each other there where you can you know let's say at least like five ten people where you can support each other's content where you can uh, uh, make introductions for each other uh, like your little business masterminds uh, because you know the by the rule of uh, three connect like what is it three handshakes like yeah five of you probably know you know uh, insane amount of people and if you five of you constantly have each other in awareness of you know, what kind of connections and introductions you need you probably will be able to expand much faster right fantastic i'm gonna link the article also in the show notes and share it also with uh, my social channels okay natasha where can they find you and do you have anything else you'd like to share Everything is under Natasha Zog, so you can find my website natashazog.com, my Instagram is natashazog, uh, come and chat, you notice that I'm into networking, so, uh, you know, like you don't need to, uh, the, you know, the being, uh, uh, I don't only chat with potential clients, I chat with anyone and everyone. And like, as I, as I said, I'm in a business of uh, making, making and giving favors. So uh, I just love to uh, talk to people and hear where you are in your journey and you know what are the things that you're working on. And uh, I'm always expanding the network. So um, come and chat. And uh, there is always like on my website, you can schedule a call with me. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to put all those things on the show notes and share it over. All right. Thanks so much. So there we have it. Thanks, Natasha. You are truly the best in what you do and have a heart of gold. Um, I totally vouch on Natasha, you guys. I mean, she wouldn't be in my podcast as well if I don't love her dearly. And I really, really guarantee that she is really going to be there for you. So thank you for educating everyone that there really is a fine line between self-promotion and legitimately offering value to your audience. And I'm extremely grateful for sharing your expertise with us. Okay, so I really learned a lot from your thoughts as a media practitioner and I hope our listeners also learned a lot from you today, which no doubt that they did. And yeah, when it comes to storytelling, strengthening your personal brand, it clearly isn't something for you to think about later, but rather something you should pay attention to right now in order for you to communicate effectively and gain not just momentum, but also the conversations and conversions that everybody wants to attract your ideal clients, your soul aligned clients towards you. All right. So yes, I agree. Everything that she just said, I, you know, I can go in on and on and on and recap everything just she said, but I will leave it to the show notes and check on the blog. So if you want to have clear strategies in place, that's great. And go ahead and message her. Otherwise, do it now, not later. Build your personal brand. Do drop me a message on Instagram. It's Cassie Pajarillo or on LinkedIn or on what you picked up on today's episode. And we'd love to feature you. If you've got any questions, send it over and we'll endeavor to have them discuss on the succeeding episodes. Again, this is your Chief Encourager, your host, Cassie Pajarillo Braganza. Drive ambition, serve love, and be awesome. Thanks, everyone.
You just finished listening to another episode of the Ambitious Tribe podcast by Cassie Pajarillo. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave Cassie a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. It's also available on Spotify and Google Podcast. Don't forget to tag Cassie Pajarillo on Instagram or message her straight on LinkedIn. You may also head over to the Ambitious Tribe with a Plan Facebook group and be encouraged by soul-aligned and ambitious humans on the planet. Remember, you can definitely build a better business.